Get ready to transform how you communicate and market, not only in business, but in your life. This is Marketing Matters. For more information on today's show and other topics, visit ryansowers.com. Here's your host, best-selling author and national speaker, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers. I'm your host, and we are broadcasting live here on Business Radio X on every episode of Marketing Matters. We talk business, marketing, sales, communications, and so much more. Let's start by asking you to support those who care for this show, and that's Athens Orthopedics. They take super care of their patients in 13 locations. You can visit them at AthensOrthopedicsClinic.com. And also, the heart of what matters, helping people overcome grief one step at a time. And you can see them at TheHeartOfWhatMatters.com. But we are super excited to have two great guests here to talk about quality customer service from two different industries. But before we get to them, I want to say hello to my co-host, Jane Bishop, owner of Take the Next Step, janebishop.live. How are you, Jane? Oh, I'm doing great, Ryan. Probably a little better than you are today. A little bit better fighting the sinus recovery, but uh, I'm putting the game face on, as John told me. Oh, you're doing great. All right. Well, I want to thank our two guests for being here. We have John Miller, CEO, owner, partner of uh, Sterling Seacrest. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. John, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. And Nathan uh, McMichael, thank you for being here. He's CEO, owner of Cutting Edge Painting. Thank you for being here. Excited to be here. So I'm going to throw it to Jane in a second, but I thought we like these roundtables because we realize we get a lot more discussion. Uh, we have a lot of listens live to the show and many, many, many thousands of listens after the show. And uh, I want to start with both. Both of you are entrepreneurs, different stages. I've known you both for a long time. But let's talk about the whole uh, part of quality and keeping your word in business today. Um, you happen to run a painting business, expanding wide out into a lot of things beyond painting, which I know. And, John, you have your hands in a gazillion things across the country now. Your, your business has grown so much. Uh, but what is the importance for each of you of keeping your word uh, when things go wrong, when things go right, in terms of how that is in your reputation and your brand? Uh, well, for uh, me, <clears throat> uh, cutting edge painting and what we do, um, you know, reputa- reputation and excellence is the defining factor, um, especially in our industry, to be able to meet the customer's needs, um, not only provide an exceptional service, but an exceptional, uh, you know, process and uh, experience is one of the things we pride ourselves on is what we focus on from start to finish, making sure that, you know, our customers answer our answers are being met um and uh their expectations any issues are being handled right away so that that experience is huge you know and that reputation to that we do that and we address things and that we're available is uh is huge um in what we do and it it sets us apart in a lot of uh, a lot of ways in this industry absolutely how about you john and it's interesting, the insurance business, um, if you think about the product that we actually sell, it's a promise on a sheet of paper. Uh, and so your, your ability <laughs> to, f- to fulfill that promise uh, is, is crucial. And Not binding it, by phone. We know no, that. That's <laughs> right. I know that. I've that. That's right. The, uh, you know, the, your, repu- your reputation, your, uh, the, the reliance that the customers have on, on you fulfilling your promise is, is everything. And I would tell you, in our business, the, the challenge on the front end, there's a lot of faith placed um, and you only find out whether that faith was appropriately pay, uh, placed on the back end uh, when the claim happens and and so that's when when we really have to perform but I, but I think you're you're right in talking about the customer experience um, because it's not just um, you know the the actual tangible 
uh, product that you provide to them, but it's also how they felt after the after the fact, and, and certainly that's as important in our business as it is anybody anybody's. And I was just thinking, and I'm gonna let Jane jump in for with a question. I've actually been a customer of both of you guys, uh, Nathan. You guys have done a lot of painting and stuff for me, done ecstatic jobs. The experience was great, John. You know, every time we buy a, buy a car, my wife's line in five seconds. I feel like all I'm doing is buying cars and replacing cars <laughs> with your company and all the stuff. You know, that's one of the many many things you do for for our family. But it's it is trust. You know, it is an experience, and you guys both have people on your teams that reply promptly. This sounds like, you know, something simple, but you know what I'm talking about. Most people will go, oh, yeah, I didn't get the message. Sorry, I'm slow. And that just, unfortunately, is uh, part of our world, but also an advantage, I think you would agree, if when done correct. So. Yeah. Well, that whole experience factor, Ryan, I think is key and really helps set uh, businesses apart today, perhaps more than ever. So if both of you could take a step back from a satisfied customer and that they have had the experience factor that each of your businesses bring, give us two or three things that they would have experienced along the way, not to keep using that word, but to, so that you would know that they have experienced a good situation with both of you. Uh, well, <clears throat> with what we do, um you know, one of our values is, is availability, um, right. which is something that might go unseen in a lot of areas. You might not think about it, but especially in our industry, it's, it makes a big difference when we're just available, when we're answering the phone, when we're returning a request or, you know, promptly answering questions. Um, so availability um, in what we do is important. Um, of course, accuracy and excellence are a couple others where we want to uh, – make sure that we're you know one of my goals in what i do is to make sure that we are all on the same page from start to finish through the process um you know that starts early on with my expectations that i might set and they might set and just asking those questions and making sure that we're clarifying and on the same page when we're on the same page it goes so much more efficiently through the process um but there's those times when there's a question that arises or there's an issue we try to avoid issues, but uh, they're <laughs> inevi inevitable uh, at some points. And it's how we deal with those issues and how we address those um, uh, that make the biggest difference. And so um, being clear on all that from start to finish is kind of, you know, the, a big, big factor in, in how we make sure that the process is, uh, is, is done well from start to finish. So before John answers, I, w I want to commend one statement that's probably overlooked on your website by a lot. I think it reinforces what you're talking about. You say in the estimate you give what is included and excluded in the scope of services. Yeah. And that is being very detailed not to assume that people are going to know that. Right. So I, I think that just reinforces some of the things you just articulated. How about you, John? You know, there are four components to, to what we do. We think about property and casualty insurance. Um, we also do surety bonds, and we do health insurance for folks. Um, I would tell you I would judge our customer experience on the, on the casualty side particularly as to whether a, a customer is calling us for business advice beyond insurance. So casualty insurance is liability insurance associated with the operations of, of someone's business. And so I think the customer experience is fulfilled when that person is calling us, hey, I'm fixing to do this in my business. What things should I be thinking about from my, from my own customer experience and, and exposure basis? Um, that's how I judge whether we're doing our job or not. 
So you're an educational yeah. resource beyond, you know, where people call in and asking, picking your brain and, and looking for insights as a trusted confidant. Well, you know, I, I often kid, we're part lawyer, um, uh, part salesperson, and, and, and part uh, really advocates the right. right word because, you know, everybody in, in, in throughout the country thinks about insurance and it's always, yeah, you know, I'm going to pay in, but then I'm not ever going to get my claim paid. And so the ability to advocate for the client and show advocacy, even sometimes when the claim is not paid and, and, and you know, contracts are contracts and some things are covered and some aren't. Um, but the ability to, to educate um, and really be a counselor, much in the same way that an attorney is in, in a lot of those liability circumstances. It sounds in, like in you're way. kind of invested in your clients or potential clients. Well, absolutely. So I always say our best customers allow us to do our best work. Um, and good. so if we help them to grow, um, those are great customers for us. The ones that don't really engage with us don't allow us to leverage um, the, the time and energy that we spend in, in, in helping them. That's a pretty good branding statement, don't you think, Ryan? Our best customers allow us to do our best work. Yeah, I'm going to be tweeting that out a little bit later. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> a good, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but, but in all seriousness, people don't think about insurance. And both of you all have a commonality. I had a home fire a few years ago, and the insurance experience was absolutely amazing thanks to having the relationships with John with your company and whatever. And then Nathan's company comes out and has to come out and deal with the aftermath the year and a half later, what was things that were, you know, putting things back together. So I was just thinking about that there. People don't think about these things until they have them. So both things are true. Uh, Number one is those best customers who you really get information from, even if you're not hitting it on all cylinders, they're incredibly valuable. And uh, the customers that engage with you more will tell you more, will do more with you and, they will be a raving fan for you uh, and all, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, they're that ambassador you want to have. So uh, very, very important. Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about um, when, when people, I guess, I guess when people, when you think about the word customer service, um, what, what comes to mind? What are some things? I mean, that's all been thrown around forever. We have good customer service, but is that enough in today's world? I mean, to really have somebody go, man, they wow me. I mean, what's, what words come to mind that you try to emulate either of you guys in your companies? I I would tell you I abhor the the term customer service. When I hear our folks talk about we customer give good service, customer service, right. I'm like, well, it doesn't everybody? Given, yeah. Isn't that a exactly. isn't that the lowest common yeah. denominator, yes. right? Um, we have a quality product. You know, it's just yeah. a given, right? That's Correct. The, yeah. yeah. So so I always you know correct them when they say we provide good customer service to say no 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 we we provide an exceptional customer experience. Love that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But, you know, that's quite frankly, I was speaking a few weeks ago, and uh, that's in what Disney World provides. Uh, that's what Apple, when you go into the Apple store, provides. They're not just saying, hey, here, open up the new phone. They're trying to make it an experience. And whatever we're selling, that's why I thought it'd be fun to have completely different genres of what you guys do. That's kind of what people are buying because they're ultimately going to go tell their friends and put it on next door and put it on Facebook and whatever. It's not the old, I told five of my friends, they've took them to tell 100,000 of their friends. Yeah. And, you know, that. You know, unfortunately, people complain more than they get praise. But if they the praise can then be used in social media and in your marketing efforts, this is a marketing show. Uh, do you guys do anything with uh, trying to get some testimonies from your clients or, or surveys or feedback to be able to build upon that? All uh, the time. I mean, you? that's that's huge. I mean, I can stand here all day and, and you know, hey, we're the best. We're the, right. you know, we're great. But it doesn't mean much. Um, so getting, uh, getting the people, you know, uh, or we're on Angie's List or Google or whatever, getting our customers to respond just to take a minute to uh, have some feedback for us is huge um, for our audience and our future audience and customers. Um, 
you know, one thing with the customer experience that that I've really noticed, um, I, I look at companies that have done well at this. Uh, you know, look at Chick Fil A, look at Amazon. Um, they they provide a good service, but it's not just the service; it's it's the experience that you have in from start to finish, once going through that process of of getting what you need, what you want, um, and that's kind of the outlook I've had with Cutting Edge is okay, well, what, you know, we want to provide exceptional product, right? We want to do great with, with our finished product and painting or repairs or whatever it might be, but um, how can we get there to where people are confident, people are, you know, trusting, and we gain that relationship um, in the end? And, you know, a couple bullet points that I always try to go after are, um, you know, I want to educate the, my customer, I want to uh, inspire, and I want to answer all questions if nice. I can. Um, those three things kind of help to put some more reason behind um, our effort. Um, and so, yeah, finding you know ba finding those companies that that really uh, represent that customer experience. I, I love I love that because I feel like that's what I would want. You know, and that's what I want when I hire a company. Um, I'm looking for reputable people. You know, I, I want them to, and I don't mind paying a little bit more for a company that's going to, that I can entrust, that I'm going to gain confidence with, and that's going to, you know, of course, do a great job. Well, I'm going to come back to John on that, but I was going to say, you know, I always see value is equal to price plus your goods or services plus you. So, you know, a price is a price is a price, and if that's what somebody wants, that's what they're going to get. But, you know, I know in our dealings, I know John probably say the same thing. If someone says, I just want the lowest whatever, you can make that happen for them, but they may un be un unhappy with the result. And, you know, when we're talking about, hey, Ryan, what kind of boards do you want on, uh, on your deck or what, what do you want for – what kind of paint do you want? Mm -hmm. Well, this is going to last two years. This is going to last five years. Well, mm -hmm. I, I just want the cheapest thing you have. Well, I'm not going to be real happy in mm -hmm. two years, but it, my, my price will be cheaper. And, John, I mean, I'd like you to jump in. I mean, you can relate. I'm sure some people, if you don't educate them properly – don't know the difference in what they're even looking at you see so, that so ryan i'm noticing our listeners can't see this the, the his facial expression i'm waiting to hear what's going to come out of his mouth well, there, there's it's speaking volumes he's got volumes of knowledge so oh, well, it's for sure <laughs> lay it on us john well so the so the question is is about um how you uh can use customer experience in your brand right and so you know, it's one thing if your she shed burns down, right? And, right. and I can right. say, oh, you know, they replaced my she shed. That's, that's great. A lot of the things that we deal with are liability claims, and that's not, that's dirty laundry for a lot of people. So whether it's an automobile accident or a malpractice event, um, people are not going to want to say, hey, Sterling Seacrest Partners did a wonderful job when we, you know, had a wrong side surgery um, and, and operated on the right knee instead of the left knee. Like, nobody's going to say that, right? Right. But what they will say is what I call circles of friends. So clients have uh, folks that they rely upon, whether it's consultants or bankers or, or um, uh, accountants, um, uh, lawyers, um, where our reputation precedes ourselves in their relation to those other professionals of the particular subject matter, Right. And so we, it's kind of a, an a undercurrent marketing. It's not branded, you know, in liability claims, it's not branding to say, hey, you know, I had this bad event and, and these guys did a great job. It's let me share how great I felt after going through this yes. experience. But they only do that with their trusted advisors. They I, don't do it out in the public, absolutely. if that makes sense. 
that does make sense. Um, and Jane does a lot with emotions and emotional intelligence. Those emotions play a lot in the buying decision and after the fact, right? Jane, oh, how would oh, you relate do. that I, to Absolutely. Our, you know, our emotions are intended to inform us, and the more aware we are of them, the better we can manage them both with self and with relationships. Where we get in trouble is where they camp out, you know, in that little amygdala in the center of the brain. And, and or sinuses. And, or sinuses, as in your case. I wasn't going to say that, <laughs> but know, you did to keep the us from, from doing logical decisions. Laugh. But, you know, just speaking of decisions, both of you own your own companies. Uh, I'm sure you didn't wake up one morning and say, hey, I'm going to be exceptional in, in the product and the experience that our customers have. Maybe you did. Every morning. No. Every morning, every morning. <laughs> What was the driver that led you to this concept of an exceptional customer experience that you both are talking about? Well, let me add, let me answer that question one, one second. Let me let's start one question before that question, because I know both these guys' story a little bit. And let's start with John. I mean, John, you know, you 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 were in the insurance business, but you took a you know, people can look now at y'all are what the, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, insurance private insurance in the country. Uh, we were in the top 100. Okay, but but very, very grown huge and had a big merger a few years ago, very successful. So anybody now, I mean, I've known you for you know, 25 years, but people now like, you know, John Miller, you know, but but I also know the risk starting from scratch. You know, uh, you know, people don't know that story. So it has to be a, t- tell me a little bit about just what it was like to just start from scratch again from what you were doing. And, and uh, for the, because we got a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to the show and they're like, well, it must be nice for them but they don't remember the early days. I mean, yeah. tough jump sometimes. So we left a firm um, in 2003, myself and, and two of my partners. Um, we had two of us and 10 employees. And, and so 2003, now to 2019, and we have 200 employees and we're in seven states. And um, you're right, I mean, the growth is, is dramatic. Here's the thing though that is is the common uh, nexus or common core of, of, of of what bound us together and that is we strove we, we strive every day to have that customer experience and and create the environment in two ways number one the firm where when people get a job in our firm everybody else in the industry says gosh how did you get a job with those guys right that's true yeah. secondly for our customers when they say we work with sterling seacrest partners that their colleagues say oh my gosh you know, I've heard really good things about them, right? If we can strive in those two areas, then the rest takes care of itself. I, one little side note to that. I learned through this process that I'm not in the insurance business. I'm in the intellectual capital acquisition business, right? So, wow. so like they say about McDonald's, McDonald's is, is everybody thinks they're in the food business. Well, the reality is they own the corner lot throughout America. So they're actually in the real estate real business when you think about it. Well, insurance is no different. I mean, we sell a, a promise. Again, the value proposition is the people that we have. Um, and so I, I turned that corner probably about eight years ago to say I'm really in the, the intellectual capital acquisition business. I like that. And I didn't mean to cut your question off, Jane. I just wanted to go one step deeper. And, I, and Nathan, what, what about you? Because sure. you, you started, uh, you and I met in the last four or five years, and you, you're building your company, expanding it out. You've done amazing things. And I remember the first day we met, you was like, here's what my plans, here's my goals. But you're, but you're doing it. I mean, you're doing it. I'm watching it. I'm seeing the growth. I'm seeing the accolades. So, so what do you tell those people? Say, so, well, you know, I don't know. It sounds, sounds good for those guys. I mean, what pushed you into doing what you're doing? Um, I don't know. There's, a, there's always been a, uh, for me, just a, just a desire drive to, to do something that, you know, makes a difference, that 
that I can build and be proud of um, and be successful from. You know, personality has a lot to do with that. Um, but, uh, you know, I did start, you know, years ago um, just holding the brush. I hated it, honestly. Um, I, uh, I did that this weekend, and I, boy, I hate it. Oh, my God. Thank you for your yeah. true confession. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I've come a long way. Um, but I'm a perfectionist, and I was terrible. So, um, you know, when I started out, I swore I was never going to do this for a living. Well, 22 years later. Um but yeah, I always had a drive for that and just wanted to care about excellence, you know, care about um, doing something that's meaningful. Um, and I guess it's morphed into this as I've, as I've given effort, you know, day after day or year after year. And but you know, you're I've still, tried you're, and failed many but times. You're, but you're selling a promise too, right? When you come out to, to somebody's been recommended, right. like John said, mm -hmm. I agree. I'm selling a lot of stuff. I do a promise. I bring you guys on the radio show and you're like, I mean, you gonna listen to this. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're coming all the way across town, Ryan. We're trying. You're buying my promise. I was like, April Fools is a joke. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, you, you're you're building because of our relationship. You're 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 selling a promise. I mean, yeah. and, and that's what I do for a living. Is I sell it. I'm going to experience a speech or a, an ad in a magazine. I'm I'm selling a relationship with people that is going to add value because honestly, tangibly, yeah, they can look at it and say, well, what am I getting for this? So I, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the jump, John. I made you know a handful of years ago is. It's a people business, you know, and, and, and that kind of thing. Well, and but to that point, can, but to that point, Ryan, I'm, I'd be interested, and I think it would be helpful for our leaders to know you, you guys are, are both very successful at what you do. You're very clear about your core values and your alignment. How important is it for someone who has either just started their own business or thinking about it to understand their why, about why they want to do that? Yeah. Uh, well, for, for me, I think the day that, um, that I realized that what, what business was and defined that um, as, as not a, a means to a paycheck or a means you know, to a, just giving a product, but a, uh, a, a relationship that's being built, that business equals relationship um, on every level. So um, – that was huge in how I changed my trajectory, how I changed my perspective on doing how I do do business um, on a, you know, level of, you know, being able to be uh, be there, be available, answer questions for all our customers. Um, what was the question? How yeah. <laughs> hey, that's that's what we do here. <laughs> I, it, I was, probably, it was, it was spinning, here spinning around yeah, the room. Had too much how, how important is it for a new business owner yeah. to understand the why of their business? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Uh, that's also um, when I was able to define where we were going, our trajectory yes. um, with our particular business, which is important. There's, there's a dime a dozen, you know, paint companies out there. Um, and it's hard as a business owner to, to really have a good path to go on when you don't know, you know, why, what, where you're going, why you're going there. Um, and um, when I was able to establish, okay, here's what cutting edge is. Here's what we do. Here's our goals. Um, it was after that that we started growing strength um, in our purpose um, in the business, in the industry. So I hear you saying it's important because that's what you build off of for right. your business. Yeah. Okay. How about you, John? It's interesting. I, we bring a lot of salespeople into our organization um, with the promise, and we call our, our new salespeople future shareholders. Um, with the thought of, I'm not hiring you to work here. I'm hiring you to retire me. 
you know, which is a different <laughs> mindset. Sure um, and, and, and you do have to know where you're going. One of the things I always talk to the new folks about is, you know, don't get into this business if it's all about the money, because it's a very shallow business if, if that's um, mm-hmm. your goal. And, and, and one of the things that I relate it to leadership, the, the best kind of leadership is servant leadership. And so in our business, serving the customer is what it's all about. And you get the value. Yes, the money follows. Yes, the prestige follows. But it only follows because you start with the heart of a, of a servant. And and I take that and, and apply it to, to how we lead uh, internally uh, and in our relationships with our carrier partners. Uh, I always presume good faith of the people that we deal with. Um, and if you start there, it just makes life a lot, lot yeah. easier. I, I, w- I will tell you guys, you know, uh, culturally like your internal culture is the manifestation outside of your brand i mean you know if people buy into what you're saying and say we're here not for a paycheck we're here because we love it that becomes your brand externally and people people get so complicated what's my brand well your brand is what your people start it's not what john or nathan say because you have you know hundreds of other people at your company answering the phone and saying things you can say whatever you want but if they're not doing it but they don't need to just espouse it they need to live it mm-hmm. and you can't make them do it they have to want to do it mm-hmm. and when they, that's when the magic happens people want to be part of something bigger than themselves absolutely mm-hmm. and once they understand the why which and i love that that you are you're not hiring salespeople, you're hiring future shareholders that that is a significant shift in mindset well, it was the whole mindset without the it's like the, the old uh, whatever the movie was back in the day that uh whilst the one tom cruise was in joining the wall um, which one i don't <laughs> remember it was when he was a lawyer i'm getting too old the lawyer when he got into the firm the firm the, the, the firm, firm. The yeah, firm. And he was trying to become yes. a partner yeah, and my point the, is yes. that it's like the partner without all the you know billable hours i mean yeah. john's trying to say you can be part of this but you don't have to be you know do it the wrong yeah. way and I, and I and i think that's right because you want people to come to work for you and feel part of something not just talked down to i talk a lot about with I'm studying this leadership doctor stuff. And if you broke it down into four words, it's good communication, built on trust, strong relationships, and having consistent communications across inside, outside, upside down. I could bring four years of study down into about four words. And you guys are all nodding yes. I mean, because it's it's true, right? Well, it is. And I, in fact, I just left before coming here for our show today, the team team building with a group and we talked about alignment and you could Mm -hmm. you could tie all those four pieces together with alignment and what i hear you both consistently saying you're very clear on your why but you're aligning everything you do in your company so before ryan says we're about ready to get wrap up i do want to toss one other question uh to you guys what is one lesson that you've learned that you would really like the audience to benefit from I'll go first this time. Um, so, you know, in virtually every business, uh, you hire salespeople. And, and I would tell you there are two kinds of salespeople in the world. There are the hunters and there are the farmers. And what I've learned in my years is that there are very few true hunters out there. Um, and the better you are at um, really uh, calling BS, I guess, is the best way I can say it, on, on people that portend to be a hunter but truly are, are, are a farmer, uh, the, the more successful you are. So as I look back in regrets, we hired several people that I kind of knew weren't hunters. Yep. Um, but I thought, gosh, they're awfully nice people. But, but we can make them a hunter. <laughs> we can make them <laughs> a hunter. I've done that a hundred times. Yeah, and, and, and so that's, you know, you get better at that as, as you, you get older. You um, but, but that's the one lesson that, that I've learned in, in, in my career. I love it. That's great. Um, for me, I, I, I would say um, that trial and error 
is one of the best areas of growth um, that you have to to learn the most you have to take risk you have to t you have to try something new try something different try something um, that's not comfortable sometimes um, but in that you know you find the success and you find what doesn't work as well um, and so to be able to to step out in faith try something um, is is kind of where where my path has led me I've tried a lot of different things um, given it my best effort you know and it might not have been the right season or the right timing um, but through that I've learned something every time Absolutely. and that you know you asked the question Jane a little while ago of like um, what you know if I would change something you know what would that be um, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back on you know where I've been and, and where I'm now and um, I don't know if I would change much mm. because the, the things I've been through, every benchmark, I've learned something at those points, yeah. uh, which is an invaluable, you know, lesson. Um, so. That's rich. And we're going to go a couple extra minutes because you guys are adding so many nuggets. So that's the value to you. So uh, I want to say one thing is, is that often people sit in experiences or sit in lectures or audiences. I know when I'm training or speaking and they get their arms crossed, like, uh, you know, we've all heard this before, but. I mean, are you guys, whatever your age, whatever experience, like I am continually trying to absorb and learn. I mean, you know, always saying, hey, I can get better. I can get better at what I'm doing, be a better CEO, be a better owner, be a better boss, be a better. I mean, I just don't see a point where you just one day hit the button and go, man, I got it. Know it all, right? right. I mean, is that part of what drives you? Yeah, I think you go backwards when you, when you hit that point, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yes. yeah. I would tell you that that's also a great thing about in my business having partners. So I've got 35 partners. And you asked me what I do. Some days I, I navigate disagreements between partners uh, is, is my job. Um, but, but it also is good because partners hold you accountable, um, just, as, just as in my mar marriage partner and business partners. I, I think it's always good to have someone around you that, that knows you back when, right, L like I do with Ryan here, <laughs> right? Um, so. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was funny. But John John said something. I won't say what it was before the show. And, he, and I was reading one night. I was late work, and I was really tired working late into the night on that, on that doctorate I'm grinding on. And he wrote something. And I sent it to my wife, who knew John for years. And he said, isn't it good to have those people in your life know you win that can make you laugh? And I'm like, it just made me smile. And, I want to know, know how much you paid him to say that. No, he did. I did pay, he, was, he was probably happy to write that. I, I didn't have to pay him a dime. It, uh, was, a it was a high compliment. Yeah, it was, no, it was just funny. I just know. I, just, I, just, I could see his face as he did it. I mean, I didn't even need to know the inflection. I could see it in my mind. Uh, it's just great to be around greatness. Yeah. That's all I got to <laughs> say. That's what he said. Yeah, he, he, I'm, I'm glad I'm gracing the sales and marketing world with greatness. All right, real quick, uh, before we forget. Uh, wait, now, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, you got to yeah. let Nathan on the oh, learning. Yeah, on the see, learning, right, you, you got to give well, him the time. Here. Yeah. That's right. I'm accountability. Yeah. Well, I'll just say real quick that the, the the day that you think that you've learned learned it all or have it figured out uh, is a bad day. So, <laughs> uh, always trying to to learn. Always, you know, always trying to expand knowledge and and um, experience. So, yeah. yeah. Great. All right, real quick. Um, you guys have some social handles or websites. Uh, let's let the listeners know because P. I want to make sure you you. Go ahead and say your, your company name again, because, again, even after the show streams live, uh, we're going to have tens of thousands and beyond that listens over, you know, all the outlets once people stream it. So make sure what a, if you can remember your handle, mine are all fairly simple, but whatever yeah. the best ways to connect with your website, whatever, if you people want to know more, start with you, Nathan. Yeah. So, get your phone out there. Uh, cutting edge painting, um, our website, cepaintcompany.com. 
Uh, we have an Instagram, which is just Instagram.com slash CE Paint Company. Same thing for Facebook and Pinterest, uh, Facebook.com slash CE Paint Company. CE Paint Company. CE Paint Company. I think okay. we got it. All right, All right John. That. Okay. John? I would love to tell you I know all of the handles, but it is Sterling Seacrest Partners. <laughs> you can find um, it there, right? You we, have, we have Twitter. We have you don't have to uh, know him, John. That's all right. Instagram, all the great things. Sterling Seacrest Partners. I believe it's Sterling Seacrest uh, Partners.com. Or but, but it's all housed there. I've sent your website. If you go to the website. Your, your website yeah. is SSPins.com, according to your That's information. That's right. SSPINS.com. Yep. Yes. That's right. And uh, you've got a Twitter, Sterling Seacrest, and you've got a Facebook. Fantastic. Yeah, basically. Yes. But the bottom line, hopefully they're housed on the website. I encourage you strongly to uh, visit these guys. Let me say one thing before we start to close. As a reminder, you can listen to our live broadcast of Marketing Matters on the second and fourth Thursday of each month at 1 o'clock Eastern. Uh, just visit businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and then click on the Listen Live button. Or if you Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime streamers, you can listen to this and any past, li- uh, past shows. Just uh, simply go to businessradiox.com. Select the Gwinnett Studio and click on Marketing Matters. So as we're coming to the end here, any final things you want to share with our listeners? Uh, Nathan, let you go first. Anything you have that you didn't say? And then John, and then uh, we'll uh, wrap it up. Um, You know, one other probably notable thing within our company is is just the teams and the people that are behind everything that we do. Um, that's what makes you know makes or breaks a company, and th- the fact that we have excellent people. Um, yes, you do. From you know from back um, is is huge. So uh, big thanks to to those people that come in every day and, and do a great job. Awesome. And you, John? I want to tell you that that the insurance industry actually supports all the risk takers in America. And if you think about uh, what it takes to be an entrepreneur in this country. It takes taking risk, and we help alleviate that. Um, I was real quick. I was yesterday with somebody doing autonomous vehicles here in Gwinnett, um, and we were the ones that placed the insurance to allow them to 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 take those new risks. And so that's exciting. It's a fun industry. That's cool. Okay, cool. Now you've given me a lot of tweets, John. A lot of <laughs> tweets. I'll give you. I'll give you credit on it. All right. Well, I want to thank our guest, um, uh, Nathan. I thank you for being here. Uh, John, thank you for being here. Thank you. Uh, let me uh, sign us off. Well, thank you for uh, joining us on Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers here on Business Radio X. Uh, please support those, again, who care for this show. We have Athens Orthopedics. At, go to AthensOrthopedicClinic.com and The Heart of What Matters, helping people with grief one step at a time, TheHeartOfWhatMatters.com. Uh, I want to thank to our guests in studio for making today a great show. For my j- co-host, Jane Bishop, thank you, Jane. You're welcome, Ryan. This is Ryan Sowers. And, folks, you've been listening to Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers. Until next time, folks. Make your marketing matter.